Hey, what's up everybody? This is Austin Haynes with the Waking Justice Project, and this is your daily wake-up call. Here's what the corporatocracy is up to today, November 27th, 2019. You can visit our website at wakingjustice.org for more details. Here are the headlines. It's Whistleblower Wednesday today, where each Wednesday, we focus on whistleblowers, the brave activists who work to expose the corporate takeover of our democracy. Some of the most important patriots in U.S. history were whistleblowers. In fact, the U.S. was practically founded by whistleblowers. For a brief history about whistleblower activism, you can check out the first edition of Whistleblower Wednesday in our October 2nd podcast. Today, we profile Benjamin Franklin. Did you know Benjamin Franklin was actually America's first whistleblower? It's true. In 1773, Ben Franklin stole a series of secret letters written by the governor of the Massachusetts colony. The letters were written to a British official calling on Britain to suppress the growing resistance to British rule over the American colonies. Franklin leaked the letters to Samuel Adams, who then made the letters public in a series of newspaper articles. Once the governor's subversive politics were exposed, the colonists were outraged and months later organized the famous Boston Tea Party boycott. That boycott was one of the seminal events that led to the American Revolution. And America's first whistleblower, Ben Franklin, went on to become one of the original framers of the Declaration of Independence and the U.S. Constitution. Ben Franklin was a true revolutionary. After the Declaration of Independence was made, Franklin was tasked to create a new national motto and symbol for the new United States. Franklin proposed that the new nation's motto be, quote, Rebellion to tyrants is obedience to God. And he wanted this motto to accompany the biblical imagery of Moses standing over the Red Sea as the sea envelops the tyrant Pharaoh and his great army. But Franklin's motto and imagery were rejected. They opted instead for the unfinished pyramid capped with the all-seeing eye that we're all familiar with. And they paired it with the image of an eagle bearing a shield of red and white stripes. In a letter to his daughter, Franklin expressed his disappointment in the choice of an eagle as the symbol of the new nation. He wrote, I wish the bald eagle had not been chosen as the representative of our country. The eagle is a bird of bad moral character who does not give his living honestly. He'll watch the labor of some diligent bird who at length gathers food for his mate and young ones. And upon returning to the nest, the eagle pursues him and takes the food from him. The eagle is, quote, a rank coward and thief. But the turkey is a much more respectable bird, Franklin wrote, and a true original native of America. The turkey is a bird of courage who would not hesitate to attack an invader who should presume to invade his homeland. There are multiple ironies in Ben Franklin's letter that are worth our further discussion here on the eve of this Thanksgiving. So let's dig in. The first and most obvious irony has to be that the U.S. itself was founded on tyranny and thievery. When the early Europeans invaded America, it was the homeland of a free and indigenous people. And over time, a great genocide was committed against them, which to this day remains unreconciled. And it was the stolen labor of African people whose blood, sweat, and tears built this nation over the course of some 400 years of America's slavery. And to this day, That great sin remains unreconciled as well. 
It's now been over 150 years since slavery ended, and still, reparations have yet to be made. Another irony, much less obvious probably, and perhaps a bit insensitive to mention, is that Ben Franklin died just a few years after he wrote that letter. His medical history shows that he suffered from chronic gout and bladder stones, which caused considerable decline and most likely contributed to his eventual death. The primary cause of bladder stones and gout is the consumption of animal-based foods, including that of pigs, cows, chicken, and fish. And yes, you guessed it, turkeys. Animal scientists would agree with Ben Franklin's take on the turkey. They are remarkably attentive and intelligent beings who live complex emotional and social lives. Turkeys need each other. They have a refined language of yelps and cackles and form strong bonds with their mates and their family flock. They enjoy socializing and they're gentle and affectionate with one another and loyal too. They protect those with whom they've bonded. In the wild, mother turkeys raise their chicks for five months and will fiercely defend them from danger. Turkeys can live up to 10 years in the wild, but in factory farms where they're raised for food, they're killed at about four and a half months of age. About 99% of all farmed turkeys are confined their whole lives in what is called concentrated animal feeding operations, or CAFOs for short. These are massive barns, 50 feet wide and 500 feet long, and each barn holds about 25,000 birds. So they're pretty much living on top of each other, mucking around their short lives in ever-increasing layers of each other's piss and shit. At around four and a half months, the young turkeys get their first sight of sunlight and fresh air on their way to the slaughterhouse. They're pulled from the trucks and shackled, and then hung upside down by their legs on a sort of a gondola line. The conveyor moves them past an automatic blade that is supposed to slit their throats, but the blade often misses the mark, and right past the blade, still alive and conscious, they're dunked in scalding tanks. They're basically boiled alive and die. Turkeys will mourn the death of a member of their flock, and they'll grieve the loss of their mate, and they can acutely feel pain and loss, so much so that slaughterhouse workers say some birds will die of a heart attack after watching another suffer their fate. So let's all remember the turkeys this year as we celebrate Thanksgiving. And further, let's reflect and reflect deeply on all the lives who were sacrificed for our Thanksgiving celebration. We wish y'all a peaceful Thanksgiving and thank you for checking us out. And if you want to learn how all of us in the work of global justice can join together in strategic boycott and force this corporatocracy to the people's bargaining table to end all this injustice, cruelty, and corruption, and to help save our planet, please visit our website at wakingjustice.org. You can check out our About page and listen to our first podcast. And if you want to get involved, please fill out the Join Us form at the top right of the page or you can email us at info at wakingjustice.org. We'd love to hear from you, but we're running out of time, y'all. So join us. Peace. You must be involved in the struggle for freedom and justice. Justice is rising and it ain't just us, it's all of us. Justice is rising and it ain't just us, it's all of us. Justice is waking, justice is rising and it ain't just us, it's all of us.
truly free life. Red or yellow, black or white, left or right, gay or straight, human or animal, all life. Cause what matters is what is in common. If you know it, stand tall and keep dropping the knowledge. Justice is waking, justice is rising, and it ain't just us, it's all of us. If it's our love.